Um, so let's get a little bit of inventory just of the announcements. So, I mean, obviously we got Metroid Dread um, and Breath of the Wild are kind of the centerpieces. I'm thinking the next tier then is WarioWare, Advance Wars, um, Mario and Rabbids. Mario Party. And it, was there really much else? I don't remember a whole lot else. Mar- Mario Party. Oh, yeah. I would say yeah, there was Mario next, Party. Like, one we'll probably have a lot to say about. Um, some, to, some to say yeah. about. <laughs> and... Um, I, I'm sure there's one more I'm missing. In fact, I'm pretty like pretty sure it was. Um, oh, Monkey Ball, uh, Warriors, but it wasn't Monkey that one. Ball, Zelda, Dang, Dang, Oh, Rock, we do Dang have Rock. that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was in that the realm. Zelda oh, Shin Megami Tensei. Shin Megami Tensei. Is that the haunted camera one? Oh, that's, no, that's Fatal, Fatal frame. frame. Another good Fatal one. Fatal Frame. Okay. So uh, I'm going to use that as our pre-show, listeners. That is what we're going to talk about today. Hi, how you doing? We remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bet we just want to like jump right, right into Metroid Dread. I do anyway, and we'll cap it off with Breath of the Wild at the end. Um, I really wanted to have Ben in here, classic Nintendo Week host, to talk all about Metroid. Uh, he wrote a great um, theory article. Uh, I guess I won't even, you know, spoil the uh, premise of it in the episode. But if you want to go check out Nintendo Enthusiast, it's an awesome piece. Really cool uh, insight into the lore of the series and where Metroid Dread is going to go. Um, but dang, this game looks so cool. Yeah. What did you guys think? Mm. I'm trying to like sort out my thoughts. So, so thought number one: this looks very different visually. I feel like than a, pretty much any other Metroid game we've played so far. It's, it's got this like sort of sterile gray white color palette thing going on with a lot of the environments yeah. that we've at least the environments we've seen so far. And that's at first I was like, oh, that doesn't seem very Metroid. But also like you don't they don't have to keep doing the same bio horror stuff that they've done in other games they could do something else and uh yeah so like once i came around on that I, i'm starting to really dig the look actually uh samus looks really cool i appreciate that like i thought after fusion i w- wasn't sure what they were going to do with the suit new, new suit looks cool uh concept concept of this game looks really cool i love that they're going hard in on you know they're not, not doing bio horror but they are doing sort of like uh yeah, the the dread it's concept. It's like '80s sort of future tech horror. Like I know what you're talking about. There's yeah. like a very like Black Mirror. Uh, I saw uh, yeah. I saw online people were making comparisons between the Emmy, the the robot that chases Samus, and uh, Aliens in one of the Alien movies. Which that's is, what I'm thinking. Which of. is a yeah. really great uh, just for those of you who don't know, like Metroid, the Metroid series is very like historically tied to the Alien movie franchise. Like Samus is based on uh, Ripley, Ellen Ripley, the protagonist of that movie, and. Oh. The, the xenomorph who's really based like... off of <laughs> uh i think i don't i don't know actually joan of arc <laughs> uh, and the xenomorphs are sort of like the inspiration for the metroids i think so it's it's just really cool yeah. to see them mining that well again um i agree with you on one level but i well actually on multiple levels because i also do really think it would have been cool to see like a bio horror aesthetic to see all these different kinds of like colored and like lived in environments of the metroid planets that we know and love 
Um, and, you know, maybe we'll get that as she gets closer to the surface of the, the planet. In fact, we probably will. They typically tend to show off, like, the very beginnings of these games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I do. So I do hope we get to see um, a little bit more in the color palette and just some more sort of um, life yeah, different, on different this, kinds uh, of spaces. series of numbers and letters. Yeah. ZDR? What is this I one I think it's called? ZDR. I think you got it. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, did any of you watch the developer diary or whatever it was they called it that they released after? I did. Okay. Why do you ask? Uh, it's interesting to me that they're uh, really going hard on the story, <laughs> a backstory of this hmm. game. Uh, more more than I was expecting. I was expecting them to just drop some footage and just kind of leave it at that. But they really want people to be like, no, this is this is the continuation of the story. Uh, Sakamoto, uh, the the sort of series uh, savant. I don't know. I don't know what you call him. Uh, he he says this is the last chapter in the the ongoing you know two D side scrolling game saga. Which I, you know that's raised some some questions for people. You know, what is where does the series go after the saga? Mm. Quote unquote is over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she starts a happy relationship with mr met <laughs> i think we all know um yeah i think part, she, she just changes her name to from Metroid, a couple different Metroid places Iran. yeah i think it comes from a couple different places um where on the one hand they kind of want to like erase other m from people's memory so they're really hammering home this is the continuity of the series Here's the story that matters until now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I also think that there's an element of just like it's been almost 20 years and like Other M okay. didn't even really sell well, even though it was there. Samus Returns. Also, like it was kind of at the tail end of the 3DS. I believe Switch was already out and it was a remake of a Game Boy game. So like I just I, I as apparently evidenced by the fact that this is like topping Amazon's bestsellers right now. Um, people are a lot more excited for a Metroid on Switch than for a Metroid on 3DS. Um, yep. So, yeah. I mean, I think there's that layer of they just want to make sure that people, like, understand what's happening in the game yeah. and they're not just totally left to dry. Um, I think it's really cool that they kept the name and they kept the concept and they are really dedicated to, like, a continuity of the series. Um like Sakamoto has a very clear vision for what he wants Samus's story arc to be, I think. And, um, you know, it, it says a lot that instead of saying the tech isn't here for what I want the next game to, uh, play like and feel like he just put it on hold. And, yeah. um, yeah. instead of completely sort of redesigning the story, redesigning what happens in the world of Metroid to, um, a product that they need to sell at a given time, which I, I, I respect a lot. I think is really cool. I think it bodes well too for, um, I was saying this like on our little discord that, um, I think it would be really cool to see like a Metroid, uh, like show sort of maybe by the Castlevania guys on Netflix. I um, agree. I think that, yeah, Metroid is mm. just like, They've very clearly had a, a story in mind that they wanted to like map out and finish before they actually like pass it off to someone else to to keep um, structurally authentic. 
And so, um, I mean, there was a movie in development in the early 2000s, and, and that was one of the problems is a lot of the story hadn't really been told yet, and they didn't want someone else to tell it, which is, why are you selling the movie rights? But that's a different question. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's a good reason to tie up the, like, the core story. Right, they, right. Uh, that then creates this white, white space for, for other stories to exist. Right. So I, I have kind of a hunch that that's where, you know, maybe this is going to go in this new world of Nintendo with Illumination and yeah. potentially Netflix. Um, I don't I don't know if that was just me conflating their new plans with um, those old rumors from a long time ago. But either way, they want to make new stuff with their IP that is not video games. And that that would be a great sort of option. Yeah, totally. So yeah, this is oh sorry. The, yeah, what no, I was no, going to you... say is this is kind of tangential to directly what we're talking about, but relevant to E3 in the sense that I am very interested to see where this round of video game adaptations goes. Like in before now, they we've had very few hits and quite a few misses, and I think that people are actually trying in earnest now to make um, interesting new adaptations that have something else to say about the source ip uh so i'm excited to see what comes out of all of this all right well we also want to talk about some of their other uh ip that maybe are ripe for mining in uh anime or any other sort of adaptions that could be surprise left fielders but Right now, we know you're getting games that you can enjoy on your Nintendo Switch that we already have, so very material to look forward to. Advance Wars Reboot Camp. We got a new WarioWare game. We got um, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Uh, We should probably take these one by one, Um, but there's also Mario Party, and we we did the whole list. You've heard it. So let's go with WarioWare. How we feeling? Uh, right before E3 started, all, all Lauren said, "All I want is a new WarioWare game." Yeah, yeah, and then that's that's kind of what we Aww. got. It was it was wonderful. <laughs> uh, I she's she's curious. Like, are we gonna be able to play the same wacky party game, Wii style, GameCube style one that we played before, or is this all gonna be focused on these co op and controlling these characters? I'm curious about that too, but. You know the new concept that that they showed uh, for for how these games will work. It seems really rad. Yeah, uh, you know, people who've played a lot of WarioWare games love the wackiness of the characters, uh, uh, and just kind of having them all sort of mixed together, mashed together into these micro games seems really fun. Yeah, I love that you can play as like Nine Volt and everybody now, Orbulon. Mm-hmm. I know there's so many of these like weirdos that nobody really remembers in the WarioWare series. I think they're just like some of Nintendo's most fun characters, uh, you know, squished together in this little play. That's another great one for a Netflix cartoon. Would be WarioWare. Oh boy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tales of Diamond City. Let's go. That would be very fun, and you could even like make it, uh, like almost I could make clip it. Thank show ask. I would be yes, a really you, good Colin person to make, make this it. show. <laughs> Everybody hire Colin to make the Warrior Warrior show. <laughs> No, but I think it could be like or a clip show or like like even bite-sized things or like I think there's yeah. so much that you could do with it. Um yeah, I would love to see that personally. So get on it, Colin. <laughs> okay. Uh we'll do. I'll write a spec. Um but yeah, I think that we probably won't get those like classic kind of games. 
I think they're really just leaning in on these ones that you can play one player or co-op by moving your little character cursor around. Um, which is, you know, fu- I, I would like to see one with a little more like classicness to it uh, in the future, but I do appreciate what they're going for with co-op, and I think they, in a way, need to like make this game in order to understand better how to, or how to better make co-op function in something that's a little more classically like... Mm. You know, lift this weight with your Wii remote. You know, move move your hand up and down. You know, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's something there's something obvious about creating on screen characters for you to control for this game that's clearly designed around the the whole Switch concept of everybody gets a little controller. Yeah, and they even put the Joy Cons in the logo, and so like I, I, I get it. It's just like, uh, do we know who's developing well, I, this game? You know, I don't think they've said. I would love some sleuthing um, if you're on it because I'm, I'm wondering if the Snipper Clips team did this. They published Snipper Clips, and I'm wondering if they just said, "Hey, come make our new WarioWare game." Let's see. Um, they don't always expose this kind of information. Let's see. So. Well, let's see what Wikipedia says. Developers: Nintendo and Intelligent, Intelligent Systems. Systems. Okay. Hmm. That's a first, right? They I think so. Didn't develop any of the other ones. They may have done. I mean, they may have done something somewhere, but um, well, that's actually really out of left field because I guess, I mean, they must be a much bigger studio now. But I mean, they do Fire Emblem and Paper yeah. Mario and yeah. Advance Wars, ironically. But now that's way oh, forward. It says, it says they were involved in some of the older ones. Oh, okay, yeah, makes sense. They do oh, a lot of like, like involved in a lot of the resource ones. sharing between you know developers yeah. and Monolith Soft does a lot of like Mario Kart and stuff help. They did a lot of Zelda work. Uh, so yeah, I had, I had associated it with uh, the old old Nintendo SBD back when that was a studio uh, before yeah, they got merged into EAD. Um, in any case, it looks fun. I'm glad WarioWare is back. Um, I do still kind of feel like fifty is a high price tag. It's fifty, by the way. Which uh, is worth mentioning because every other game here I think is going to be $60. But I don't know. I still feel like WarioWare, even probably Advance Wars, is not going to be... I mean, I, I would personally wait for like an eShop sale of... They, they occasionally do this stuff for like $40. I got like Fire Emblem for $40. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I What do you guys think? I was lucky enough to see Target was doing their their buy two get one free sale, oh. and I think they accidentally toggled it on for the E three stuff that just got announced. <laughs> and so I managed to score, you know, one of the oh one nice. Is one of, I bought Mario Party Advance Wars and WarioWare, and one of them was free, nice. and it's, it's probably WarioWare. that's definitely worth the bundle. Uh, so that you know, that I I'm not feeling the sting, but I kind of got lucky. Hmm. Yeah, um, I'm also not like too worried because. Again, they're starting to do eShop deals. It's it's rare, but like if you put them on your wish list, they'll email you when it's right. on sale. So, uh, you know, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Um, we might as well talk about Advance Wars since it's here. Uh, so you this got it. Like a- you're you're convinced. I mean, I like Advance Wars. I never played the second one, so I've been curious to play the second one. I have, like, no problem with, like, a 1-1 remake, as we've <laughs> discussed before with, yeah. like, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, actually, that they're, like, tapping the, the GBA DS well now for, for games to remake. Like it, yeah. I, 
didn't really think that <gasps> was going to be a, an area Wait a of minute. focus for them. Oh, you guys. Oh, Lee, I've got great news. G- great news for me? I feel some of this great news. It's in my bones. It's in the weather. <gasps> We're getting a Golden Let Sun remake out. next year. Oh, I, I oh, would kill for it. I would die for it. I would do terrible things to receive that. They should do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to see uh, it. Maybe two years, and it. it's made by Way Forward. I could see them, you know, yeah. moving to the Golden Sun from Advance Wars. But I, you know that that actually I... really checks. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it's stylistically the kind of game that they'd be happy to animate. I think so. Very much fits with their wheel. And you know, it would honestly, I think it would be much cooler if they did it on like a two D sort of plain animation system. If they um, recreated the sort of parallax effect of the old battle screens. In well, like a, it in parts, a very yeah. like beautifully like hand drawn animated way. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah. Now that you mention it, that is the one thing that I th- was sort of disappointed about when I saw the new Advance Wars was they have this like beautiful hand drawn looking art style for the the CO characters. Yeah. But then the I like I wish they had applied that to the the on sc- the yeah. in units. Yeah, the idea is um, kind of like a like toy. it is technically three D graphics, but it looks like the hand drawn. I know. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah. Oh well, I'm really impressed by the way that they have made those. I guess their character models look like classic yeah. like character portraits because yeah, yeah. they move and uh, like they're they're animated fully. Like they don't. I don't it know how to even like describe it. It's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so well done. Uh, I mean, it still looks it looks still looks good. Still looks clean. So I'm not like really complaining about it. It was just like, oh, I, I see what could have been. Yeah, no, you I know. do agree with you on that. And uh, I, look, if they're taking what they learned on this Advance Wars project and applying it to Golden Sun, I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit on Advance mm-hmm. Wars game boards. Yeah, I've also been in a mood lately where like I'm playing my Switch a lot more handheld than i was prior and so like i'm Mm. in the mood for a lot of these like handheld type games yeah i agree nice great to see yeah i briefly had a uh, switch light and i found myself like really enjoying that as a way to play the games like uh pokemon mystery dungeon another game boy advance remake actually um and like ori and it just feels like a handheld unit, like well, a lot more so yeah, it than feels a like handheld a modern Game Switch Boy. does. Yeah, um, yeah. and it, it made it weirdly made playing those smaller games, Link's Awakening, uh, a lot more fun. Yeah. Um. Anyone else for Advance Wars? Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania is coming to Nintendo Switch. Fans of Super Monkey Ball 1, 2, and Deluxe, which I believe is just um, levels from 1 and 2 with, I think, like, bonus content or, or no, new minigames or Maybe something. it's just the bonus content. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, they are all getting packaged into this one game. I don't know if you, like, open it and you get the level selection just all mushed together or if it's like, hey, choose a game to play and then you get mm. the whole experience with the cutscenes and everything. Uh, I don't know if anyone's really clear on that. Is anyone really clear on that? I don't know. I was really confused, actually, by the announcement. Yeah. They were, like, talking about, oh, it's the 20th anniversary, and then they showed a bunch of old games. I was like, oh, great. It's, you know, it's a 20-year-old series. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this new game. And I was like, oh, is this just a remake of those other old games you just showed? And I guess that's true, but I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We know the levels are awesome, uh, or at least uh, Monkey Ball fans do. That's what I'm told. 
Yeah, um, it, it so says. I'm excited for all of you, and I love the series and theories. <laughs> yeah, looking at like the announcement, it says that it's recreating the stages from the original Dream Monkey Ball games with 12 mini games and a big cast of characters. So I don't know. I, I think okay. it is kind of unclear what exactly is going to be inside of it well it sounds to me and maybe i'm just adding like my own sort of conjecture here I'm, and I, I, that strike that maybe i am but the cleanest <laughs> way to do this and the language i think suggests it is their solution is to just call it this one new game and yeah pack the levels into it yeah. from these three different sources as if it is all just this one new game that collects yeah. them together and then from yeah. there you do the character select and they get, you know, all eight characters from the new games and stuff too, you know, whatever they want to. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, just modernize all three in one experience because I, I have a hunch that a lot of other developers are going to catch on to stuff like this that you can't really remake one GameCube game in full HD and charge 60 bucks for it. So if you've got stuff that you've released sort of sequentially building off from each other, at the time, you can sort of remake them all together and package it at once and sell make it full a, price. Make it a high value package. Which is what yeah. they've done with Mario Party Superstars, the next game on our list. Very exciting news, yeah? Expert segue. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really love this. Uh, I was actually, one of the things I was thinking before the, the direct was oh, it, it sucks so bad that they did that top 100 minigame yeah. section on 3DS, and I never got, I never played it. And then they announce this, which basically has, you know, 100 minigames from the old old Mario Party games, has old boards from the N64 mm-hmm. games. Which, which is what we wanted in like... Top 100. That was the problem with yeah, that game. Yeah, right. Um, little weird that there are only five boards when they could have had even representation across I the three games. I feel like that's but... got to mean DLC, right? I mean, we said that about Super Mario but Party. But this has got to be why so... they didn't do it in that one right they I mean, realized the problem with the joy con controls and so they said we're gonna save everything yeah. for making sure we get online right and porting all the content over i i think i i hope i hope it was a right. trial run and superstars is like the you know mario party i mean it's it's a much easier game to scope dlc for because it's uh, all known quantities like that you know what you'd, you'd mind for the dlc yeah um yeah i uh, love love the online plays here yeah, uh, in all modes they said uh, that you you can even save your your board game mid progress and come back to it later, which is like the big reason why you might not want to play a game like this online. So right. it seems like they've they've pulled out the stops in the way that we all hope that they would a long time ago. Is anyone clear on the mini game selection? Did they just take the top one hundred and like upgrade it, or did they choose I a new collection of hundred games? Uh, let's see. Because I'm sure some people would say uh, they should choose a new collection, but I kind of feel like I'm totally happy if they just took the same 100 that they already decided were great. Because, I, again, we didn't play that. I, I didn't I play it on 3DS, and I would be happy there. to try it here. So Let's see. Let's see if I can find any uh, exceptions. Uh, okay. While he and gets to it, Wiki. Dark Alex, do you have any stars to steal from us, or to grant? Um. Uh. Well. Um. Do I do have a question about the Mario Party Superstars? Yes. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not familiar with the top 100. Is or is, is there anything taken from the new Mario Party that's put into this and like kind of 
Like, oh, it has the new stuff too. They're just or... pulling from ten Mario Party ten and like before. Okay, it doesn't look like the mini game list is the same. It looks like there's some stuff. There's some stuff that wasn't there. What would you say the ratio uh, is to like uh, overlap? Uh, it's hard to say because there's just so many games. Sure. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of overlap. Uh, like in some cases, they've taken the Mario Party one version of a game mini game that was in Mario Party two. It, it looks like. Oh, okay. Uh, there are, I'd say it's about fifty percent of the games from Mario Party One that I've seen so far are not in top one hundred. Okay. So I, I, I mean, it's 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 a lot of new stuff yeah. that we haven't gotten again before. Um, I, I also like don't even mind that because I'm sure they kind of said at some point, you know, this list is worth updating. <laughs> Maybe some of these aren't the best one hundred. So uh-huh. I, you know, if they had uh, anyway. I'm happy about it all. It seems like the Mario I'm Party game Bob Sled Run years. coming back. So what is Bob Sled Runs coming back? I don't remember that remember one. Bob Sled Run? No. No. Oh, okay. I'm sure I one. do, but I don't like. There's so many different Mario Party games. I played all of them, so like I can't remember what's what. <laughs> They're just there's a, I'm, there, I'm sure there's at least four <laughs> different games with snow and sleds. I. <laughs> I, I honestly have, At like, least. no memories of Mario Party 3 except for Millennium Star and that weird, that battle duel Oh, I love Millennium had. Star. Those are the only Great those music. Are the only things I really remember. And Daisy Daisy was in it. I oh. remember that, too. Oh. I thought you were talking about the game Daisy for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, it took me a second. That was funny. <laughs> uh, what, what, what else? There was at least one more that we... Uh, well, there's some... Um, Lee, do you like Danganronpa? Well, I have a, I have a storied history with Danganronpa, Ooh. which is I I think I might have mentioned this to you all privately, but not to our lovely audience. Which is, I read Danganronpa before it was like actually released in English, so I had to go onto like an internet forum and wait for like essentially weekly releases of the next like chapter or day of the game. That's really um, fun. Yeah, and so like I read it almost like it was a web comic, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. And I and it was like this weird thing, and like not many people were like that into it. Though it was like it was popular, but it wasn't like mainstream. And so I forgot about it for several years, and then all of a sudden it became very popular. Um, so I'm excited to see this kind of like full collection. I think it will give me a reason. Like I've never actually like physically completed the games because I read them, and then I like watched versions of them, and I saw the anime. But I never played it, so this is like the excuse that I need to get up and actually play a game that I have known quite a bit about for many years, literally a decade, basically. So it's it's fun. I'm excited about it. I, I think they are good. It's a good time. It's a fun murder mystery. If you haven't played it, it's worth playing at least the first two. Thumbs up. So how many games <laughs> are in this collection? I think it's four. So I, I, I'm pretty sure it's the first Danganronpa, the second Danganronpa. Um, there are there are, was like an intermediate game that I don't think is included in this, which is Despair Girls. And then there is kind of a third main series game, which is in it. And then there's like a board game version that is pulled from one of the other games that they're fleshing out into a full game. Is I'm pretty sure that's what like this specific collection includes. Um, but let me Very nice. That. That sounds right to me. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's right. Anyone excited? And the board for... game has never existed 
the the version of the board game they're putting in this game has never existed yes before, that right? is that is more or less completely yeah. new yeah it's a, it's a four game collection so those are the four that are included okay okay yeah i've never i've never played these before but i'm i'm there's they're a fun. big constellation of like games in this in this uh, uh genre sort of area that are coming to switch so there's doki doki literature club yep. is mm-hmm. also coming uh i mean the, the and then some other games that are not not so old like the the world's end club i think is what it's called and so i, I mean it's, it's a really exciting time to to check out some of these famicom detective club games. i still haven't played yeah oh yeah yeah that too so so it's gonna be a good a nice group of games to kind of come around and mess around with i think at least one of those again in that kind of like genre of of murder mystery slash teenagers killing other teenagers um (laughs) something in there will be for everybody um it's just a matter of figuring out which one is your teenage murder mystery game I really thought you were going to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Teenage which Mutant actually, there's a new one, one of those, and it's not coming to Switch. No, terrible. No. It, could, it no. would have been the I best segue. Decision. It actually might be. I don't know. It's, it wasn't at E3. I don't know. Have you guys uh, <laughs> seen Have you guys seen the the, the meme that is Tootin' Meanage Needle Teetles? No, but I like it. It's just it's just the familiar. words, but every time I see it, I I have a little giggle. I think it's tootin' meanage needle teetles. Needle um, teetles, and it's oh. it's funnier looking at than it is to say. <laughs> is this just one of those things where you look at the logo and it looks normal, but it actually just doesn't say what it's yes, supposed to say? Yes, exactly. I love that. Oh yeah, yeah the like syllables. Yeah, I love that. Oh, what were some good examples of that? Well, we should get back on topic. Things that Dang are on Grandpa. Switch. People do a thing in um, I'm Well, I was gonna say another great mystery game would be Ace Attorney. <laughs> yes! uh, the Great Ace Attorney, I think, is what it's called. Coming to Nintendo Switch. The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Chronicles. That's okay. right, because this is from a very old game. They have localized uh, the character who I believe was just originally called Sherlock Holmes as Herlock Sholmes. <laughs> um, top tier localization so you team up with Herlock Sholmes mm-hmm. and solve a mystery has anyone played Ace Attorney I have not I love I love Ace Attorney it's another one of those like very fun games that you should take aside time to play through at least one of them mm-hmm. they're a good time they're very funny I know that I so just yeah. personally I've been, like I've been side eyeing them oh yeah for a while <laughs> I find like personally I, I like want to play them in theory, but I don't like actually want to like sit. When I'm playing a video game, I I, I want to break from reading a lot, you know. Yeah. So I like don't want to play a video game that is reading, which is kind of the way I feel about a lot of these other like visual novel games too. Yeah. Uh, like I no. get what they're doing, and I'm happy for other people to you know be happy for them, but like. I, I just don't see myself playing Danganronpa. It sounds cool, but... Well, the, the, I would say out of all of these, then Danganronpa probably, if you were to play one, is probably the best for you because there are, it, like, yeah. other mechanics. But, oh, okay. no, I feel you. It's a, You get walls of text. It is... You have to put effort into playing these games. Yeah, it's and it's about deductive sure. reasoning from, again, text a lot of the time. Yeah, and, and you have to know Danganronpa does yeah. seem like one of the flashiest, like, in the bunch. So you're right, I think, for that reason, too. Um, it's just more uh, <laughs> dopamine stimulation from that one. Yes. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, there was one... Oh, Fatal Frame. 
Has anyone played? I think this is Maiden of Black Water, which I believe was on 3DS, wasn't it? Or was on Wii U? It was on a Wii U. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, I'm glad uh, it's here. I th- this is sort of a weird situation because I thought Nintendo owned the IP, but it turns out I think this is coming to PC or maybe other other platforms as ah, well. Oh, yeah. interesting. Uh, which, you know, of course yeah, they didn't announce in the Nintendo Direct, so it's... I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this game. I don't know why they're bringing it back at this moment in time. It's an assist trophy in Smash. Yeah, what the heck? Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. It was always too scary for me to play myself. Like, when I was a tween, I watched, like, Let's Players play it, but I have Mm -hmm. never been... I could not do it. Personally, it would not happen. Yeah, Yeah, this is still not a game that would be on my radar. And normally it would not be on Lauren's radar either because she doesn't really like horror stuff. But for some reason she was really like, oh, this actually looks kind of rad. So I might actually check it out. Is she a photographer? No. Hmm. Only only cats. (laughs) So it looks like Fatal Frame has shown up on PS2, Windows, 3DS, Switch, PS4, 5, excuse me, Xbox, Xbox One, and Series x slash so i guess it's been around the other platforms i know older games have been around anyway i don't know um it was on wii u you said wii u exclusive (laughs) this particular game was wii u exclusive did they use the uh like the controller tablet thing i believe so as the camera i believe so that'd be cool a cool idea I'm really deep in the, the Fatal Frame timeline. I'm sorry for not. It's okay. No, <laughs> no. Take your, take your time. <laughs> it's like Pokemon I thought you didn't Snap, like reading. And now yeah. All of, of a sudden, you're reading all the lore. Yeah. Fan fiction included. <laughs> wow. Getting some funky stuff. I didn't know stuff. Fatal Frame. What? I mean, no, I don't want to ask. I was going to be like, what could that <laughs> possibly be about? I don't want to know. No, you don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Um. <laughs> Koei Tecmo, is yep. that right? Yep. Um, okay. This is the one that this is the one crossover with Dead or Alive. Or am I imagining that? I don't know about Maybe. that. It sounds. It, I'm sure it did at some point. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> sounds like the first one uh, was developed for PS2 and Xbox by Tecmo, um, and published in Europe even by Microsoft. But oh, the great. second one um had the same story and then the third one um was only ps2 actually hold up wow so the then we get fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse on wii developed Mm. by tecmo nintendo spd and grasshopper manufacture there we go released in july 2008 um japan only but then we got um the 3ds and then a new wii remake or no not a remake just the 3ds version and then um the wii one wait a minute hold up i'm not okay i'm this is this is too deep for the podcast but it does look quickly i'm sure it's wrong like the there was a wii sequel in 2012 to Maiden of Blackwater, which was released on Wii U in 2014. If anyone cares, you can figure it out for yourselves. Um, but this one is Maiden of Blackwater, released originally on Wii U in 2014. 
you can now finally enjoy it on your Switch if you're one of the um, 7 billion people in the world who never bought that thing. <laughs> was that too mean? No, I love you, okay. Nintendo. It, 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 if it was a true. Wii U exclusive, it probably deserves it. <laughs> um, well, anyway, none of us clearly played it or uh, really have much Colin, to say. Yeah, there was one game that, that you forgot, and that is... Mario, Mario Golf plus Rabbids. Oh, plus Rabbids. Uh, does anyone have something to say about Mario Golf real quick, though? Because I feel like we can probably skip it. Uh, I think the news I mean, is just they'll do stuff DLC that we knew already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Mario plus Rabbids, though. Um, I think it's really cool that we're getting Rayman for Smash. <laughs> That's entirely possible. I so no. Hopefully, we left. get a rabbit for Smash. Last one left. There, there. I see speculation that rabbit, rabbit Peach. Will I was Smash. thinking mm, that. I, I, cool. I, I don't. Uh, I, I. It seems too complicated. It seems like how so? I just. What's it, complicated? She's got, she's got a move set. <laughs> what would the icon be? When it's only just it's only rabbit's music. No, just a rabbit face. No Rayman at all. Yeah. What would this? Nah, man. I don't know. It'll I, be a support trophy. Rayman is not in a Mario I, game. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, uh, but I mean, not Gino. The rabbits are the co-stars that Gino. had a successful rabbit career. Peach. You can't do oh, yeah, this to me. One of Rabbit Peach's crying. costumes can be Gino, and then you know, <laughs> <laughs> she'll just she'll just have Gino's move set, but she'll she'll oh, be Rabbit Peach. Oh my goodness. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the compromise everyone was hoping oh, for. Yeah, great. Oh yeah, Colin, there was like a new Smash Brothers character announced. I know, I completely forgot. Oh yeah, we totally <laughs> Which I glossed feel like over has that. Been everyone's reaction. Uh, Captain Falcon died. Yeah, that was a thing that well, happened. I uh, saw uh, someone on Twitter was like, uh, "No matter what happens, it's not like they're going to kill Captain Falcon in E3." <laughs> <laughs> and then they did. <laughs> it was beautiful. I think. Um. Well, it was a tease with Ganondorf, obviously for Breath of the Wild too, which we'll get to in a second. But I think it was really just like cheeky when they did it to Pit and Captain Falcon and Marth and yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. mean. Sakurai knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and then Kirby, of course, is unkillable. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I loved all. Uh, that I appreciated stuff. that. Sakurai seems to be creating a collection of Japanese fighting game uh, franchises for Smash Brothers, and I appreciated that this time he didn't pick like the the generic protagonist guy, and instead he picked more of like a villain guy. I didn't even realize. Uh, yeah. So who's the protagonist of Tekken? Uh, it would be what Hachi. I thought I thought Hachi was the bad guy who. Oh, I don't know. Kazuya. So he was the. I feel like he was the mascot character for a while, though. I think that makes sense, but. So I, I just from a cursory like glance at what like the plot of Tekken was at least related to Kazuya here was that um Heihachi dropped Kazuya from a cliff on the theory ah, like okay. oh if he's a demon he'll survive and if he's not he'll die um oh, God. or no if he's a demon he'll die I don't know anyway he's alive and he's a demon um <laughs> and now he wants to kill his if He's dad. a demon he'll he die and throw him off a cliff, off a cliff. I think if anyone is, most people have, would die. And I don't think dying from off the cliff would prove that they're I know, a demon. It's, I know it's, it's really sounded like the witch trials to me. 
Is it like a is it like a self fulfilling prophecy thing where it's like oh he wasn't a demon but then he like got dropped off a cliff and now he's driven a demon. to insanity. I don't know, man. It, <laughs> he's a demon now in Smash Bros. And I guess we'll find out soon how that power up mechanic works because they kind of like teased in the trailer that like as he drops more people off a cliff, which I'm sure is not how you <laughs> unless one move summons a cliff. Um, that's probably his final smash. Yeah, sm- but I don't see them doing, like, if you move. get multiple final smashes. You know, they showed, like, five or six people dying, and then he powered up. So. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be final smashes. It could just be knocking people off Right, that's what I was thinking. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I hope it's his victory screen, and he just, like, pr- takes the character and throws him off cool. a cliff when it's the Next smash screen. should have individualized victory screens for everybody. It would be awesome. Mm. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um... um get to work guys we're did not they, happy did they, like, need get more. A, a new voice person to do his victory screen so they they did the victory announcement at the end of the trailer and it sounded like whoever the tech in person was uh maybe i wouldn't be surprised yeah, I, I didn't notice that but also i'm sure they have know. his name screamed in tech in a bunch so they yeah maybe exactly. just you know um I have a feeling, I have a feeling, remember when we had Xander Mobus on the show ages and ages ago, Alex? Um, yes, yeah. They had it? him record, like, a bunch of fakes alongside all the DLC so that he wouldn't know yes. who was picked. I have a feeling they just took every name that they knew they were ever going to use again and threw it in the list anyway. And, I mean, I'm, sh- he, I'm sure he's actually been back to record. That's probably not true. I but maybe they didn't have Kazuya in the list last time. And so they were just like, oh, well, we're not going to get it back. Go back go back and watch the, the, the announcement because it really does sound like, like, like do. a Tekken yeah. person to do it. That would be a cool touch. Is, I don't think something they've done for other fighters. No. Um, do other fighting games that Terry and the Street Fighter guys are from have um, announcers scream their names, though? Or... Do they just have, like, cool victory screens? Probably at some point they at least have, like, a character select thing that says people's names, but maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it's not as signature to the presentation of those games, though, as it is where Tekken, like, really, I don't know. Tekken's, like, kind of flashy in that way. Um, Well, they do have announcer guys for a lot of these franchises. Is Soul Calibur also Bandai Namco? Uh, I think think so i think it's namco okay. yeah 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 that that's right that's right um well anyway yeah it's like the big missing one at this point the big missing fighting game in smash although links in, in smash, uh shack fu alex most of those characters <laughs> debuted in a video game and in fact they could do like Fair. a hero kind of thing um well, really more like the Koopalings. Oh, oh, I'm committed to this now, actually. Is is Shaq the video game character really Shaq the the, the real life And you know, that's a great debate, totally too. Character. I I think that Shaq should be in Smash Bros. Not Shaq the person, yeah. obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shaq the video game character. Totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq Fu guy. Um, totally different universe. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Any more to say about Mario versus Rabbids, though? Uh, I personally don't have much. A little surprised that they ditched the grid-based movement. It looks like I don't know exactly how things work. Yeah, I I I forgot about that. It looks like there's free movement. Yeah, and I thought that was only for the world, but they actually showed that 
applied to battles as well. And I feel like that's actually yeah, like going to make it less interesting. We'll see. How, I know I that that makes more options out, in but... theory, but I feel like the design choices that are going to arise from that decision, it's just, that's just the whole of the game is... But we'll see. I, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, maybe the strategy is actually easier to interpret with a new system yeah. than a grid-based system. Yeah, but, I mean, but yeah. I, again, I, we didn't see, I haven't seen enough of it yet, I don't exactly. think. Exactly. Um, fingers crossed, Buario and Boaluigi make a return. <laughs> <laughs> Easily yes, the is. best joke of that first game. There were a lot of good ones. That's a great, uh, honestly, like, I know too. a lot of people really like this game, but a lot of people haven't played it, and you can get it for super cheap all the time. Oh yeah, um, it's on sale. It's right ten dollars right yeah. now. Yeah, definitely go play Mario plus Rabbids. Um, may and maybe that's why is Rabbid Peach coming to Super Smash Bros. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather have Rayman or someone else? Well, I mean, I would rather have Anyone Rayman. Else. I think that'd be really cool. And then Rabbid Peach is just a costume for like a me gunner, right? Like, sure. that would be yeah. I mean, that makes way sense. better. Um. Actually, that seems that seems pretty logical now to me. You could bring the whole Mario Rabbit crew. If I mean, yeah, yeah, that actually sounds really good. Put Rayman in Smash and bring all those costumes. Do they have a Rabbit Me costume already? They do have a generic Rabbit, but they that? have to okay. sell something along with Rayman. So yeah, sure. it could be all those rabbits. I want Rayman for the music. Yeah. Don't really care about the character being in Smash. I feel that way for a lot of uh, characters. <laughs> yeah. Shovel right. Knight. Um uh oh i guess that's it if i can't think of others off the bat <laughs> cuphead would be a fun yeah. one to have music for yeah. more undertale music. did they add some cuphead music anyway. the, yeah undertale under um... frisk could be a surprise final fighter um i mean i don't think it, it's not off the table i don't think right because sans isn't like the protagonist they could have no. done no. that as like yeah. an early fake out so we'll see and it would make sense with uh you know they're introducing all these new like fighting kind of mechanic systems and they already did an rpg one with hero and they maybe have a new kind of interpretation of that for undertale and i would imagine that was just a banging popular game at the time that smash ultimate was being conceptualized yeah. Right. So I do feel like that's a, a suggestion that goes under said. But we'll see in the future. Our final certainty of this wonderful E3 is Breath of the Wild 2. That's colloquial. It's the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry, Bill Trinan. It's coming in 2022. It's a little ways. Yeah, and I, I don't know whether to read into the fact that the Asia Numa said we're aiming for 2022 to mean that it may be later in 2022. Oh, definitely. I, not, I think but, it's going to be a, the holiday game. Uh, Japan's still in a weird COVID situation, so part of me thinks maybe they're just kind of hedging a little bit. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't think that he would uh, say, anyway. well, yeah, go, we don't need to get into the well, Let's not dwell on yeah. that. Let's talk about the trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that they opened with something that was very familiar to people who saw the trailer two years ago with the whole dark malice corruption thing spreading and Link Hap getting sucked up in it and Zelda getting sucked up in it. 
and you know dehydrated ganon showing up like that was all really a really cool way to start it off but then they like pulled back the curtain and a really cool way on the hook which is going to the sky Mm -hmm. Um, now we see why we're getting skyward sword yeah exactly Mm -hmm. uh they they know what they know exactly what they're doing so i have a theory that so we we didn't just see that the link's going to the sky we saw a little bit of a glimpse of his new powers in this game uh you might have remembered there's a spiky ball rolling down the hill and he uses his powers to sort of send it back uh and at first Mm -hmm. glance it looks oh this this kind of looks like the stasis power from breath of the wild but if you look really closely it actually looks more like reverse reversing time and so i'm thinking oh reversing time that's that's a thing that's been in other zelda games jumping down from the sky and sky islands in the sky that's a thing from other zelda games and then another thing that they've haven't really you know confirmed as a big part of the game yet but that we've definitely seen in both the trailers is this weird dark underground world also sort of a thing that's been in a lot of zelda games the place where ganon is sealed is is a dark dark realm under the earth oh my god Uh, and so that makes me think so so mr onuma said there are no more zelda products for the 35th anniversary but that's because they're not making products for the 35th anniversary. They'll be making Zelda products to promote the new Breath of the Wild game. So, you know, they're not calling Skyward Sword a 35th anniversary game, but they won't call the Ocarina of Time remake or the Wind Waker and Twilight Princess remakes uh, anniversary games either because they're going to really tie into this new Zelda game. That's that's my pet That's right really now. interesting. That's yep. a lot more complete than I had gotten to with, like, the release schedule. And I think you're right. Um, cause I, I, I had realized this about, uh, the games sort of tying these other games together as maybe an actual piece of the lore, but maybe just like a mechanical kind of celebration of all the Zelda games in one. Um, but I, it makes a lot of sense that if they're doing this with Skyward Sword, Hey, remember this part of the Zelda story and this game is coming probably late 2022, let's say they don't even make their target that they aimed for, and it's a 23 mm-hmm. game in March 23, uh, they're going to have a lot of time to fill in the schedule of remaking yep. Zelda games. So I bet you are yep. absolutely right. Those are all coming down the line to promote Breath of the Wild sequel. Um, which I don't mind at all. I, I'm very excited about that. The arm yeah, I mean, that Link it, gets corrupted by looks very much like the Twilight. Yeah, it does. It kind of reminds me of the Minna Minna's whole shtick. Yeah. Um, another theory I saw was it seems that you know this whatever it is appears on Link's arm in response to whatever that weird dark event is in the cave. Uh, I saw some theories that uh, you know maybe Link has gotten demonic powers and. He no longer can wield the master sword because he's part demon, and so he now has this new power, demon power that he has to use instead. Mm-hmm. I've seen no. a theory no. that uh, the master sword protects him from becoming a demon, and that's sort of what is grafted onto his arm is the master mm-hmm. sword itself. Oh, it was my um, impression so. that Ganon or whatever corpse is here. I've seen some speculation even as to like it was the hero from ten thousand years ago, and like. Yeah, a bunch of different stuff um but it was my impression that the corpse stole the master sword and the touch of that being onto link's 
arm like kind of corrupted it uh-huh. and and not necessarily that the master sword was preventing it from spreading but just that like that was the part of his body that got like burnt and messed up but sure. also yeah gave him these powers do we know where like the stasis type thing is coming from because it seems to me like maybe these powers emanate from your arm and he like learns I think that's to master gotta be it seems right. to be going from the hand yeah, yeah. okay um, like, it doesn't look like he has the Sheikah Slate anymore, right. so his powers yeah. will come from the arm now. Um, Dark Alex, are our theories, like, kind of the, the way things work around here? Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it does seem plausible that, you know, if he had, you know, you know corrupted arm, probably couldn't touch something so holy like the master sword you know okay oh i mean just hold in your left hand though but sure. i guess he's you know he is well he is left-handed but not not in this one <laughs> maybe the okay. ancient hero oh 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 man it also explains why he's a lefty is he a lefty or is that just a perspective <laughs> thing uh the legit question i, I don't actually. i don't know i mean he's always been a lefty in the games until skyward sword right true true really i don't know what's the perspective could be, that thing could about be it. that well i mean like in the side scrolling games like it doesn't really matter which way he's facing it looks like excuse me sword with the arm that's close to the camera as a lefty i take great offense <laughs> deconstructing one of my heroes it's okay i'm too fragile to know the truth don't worry about what you're doing um no. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, speaking of that ancient hero, though, uh, Link takes down his hair. It looks like in this one, and he hot. looks a little bit like that ancient hero. Yeah. You don't well, say. Yeah. Do you think that this takes place in the past? Is kind of my question. I was wondering if that scene where they all fall down is like they're actually, and they like cut it away from the trailer, but they're actually jumping into the ancient, ancient, ancient past, and everything floating above Hyrule is like before skyloft you know and like it's it's hard i mean there's mixed signals right because there's clearly timey-wimey stuff going on with his powers so there's that but then like you know you see that moment where the hyrule castle rises up from the ground and is it like are these sky islands also pieces of the ground that have risen up or are they in the sky and they've come down or have they like come from the past yeah you know i don't we don't really know i don't think yet I think it would be very cool if this game really does tie all the others together canonically. Um, yeah. Because that has always well, been I mean, something they've... that they've like struggled with. And if they can actually just figure out how to complete the picture, that would probably <laughs> save them a lot of I'll, worry in the future. A lot of people future. noted that it seemed interesting that they were setting this Breath of the Wild like 10,000 years in the future, unclear what timeline it belongs yeah. to. Yeah sort of makes references to all the other ones if you listen to the the cutscenes like mm-hmm. talk, she talks about the twilight talks about a i think she even talks about a sea or ocean or something yeah uh and of course the sky like and traveling through time and all that and it's like oh that that all that all happened in this the history of this world uh and they didn't really go into a lot of depth into that stuff in breath of the wild so you know naturally the next step i think if you're gonna continue telling this history of ganon and hyrule story is yeah you actually go into more of the history of ganon attacking hyrule um do you think that 
the ancient hero was originally a Gerudo kid the way Link was a lost Kokiri. He was an orphan to the tribe and this is his like I don't know if he's the player, but maybe this is his like I ancient wonder... arm and now he has these weird magical abilities and it's the this is why he has the Triforce of Power is because he has superhuman power. It's funny because like there's a lot of things that you could look at and be like, oh yeah, maybe maybe he's a Gerudo because the the, the figure in the the tapestry has red hair, mm-hmm. which is an interesting detail that we wouldn't really associate with Link. Uh, uh, if you remember Link's hero, his champion tunic, uh, he has these like arm guards, cloth arm mm-hmm. guards that kind of have like Gerudo, Ganon even looking yeah. patterns on them. Uh, and people speculated back then that maybe like Link was going to be raised by the Gerudo in in Zelda for Wii U. Uh, so it, it's possible that like th- that was that. an idea at one point, or even that that's an idea that they're revisiting again now. I don't know. Oh, that'd be so cool! Oh man, I, well we're very excited. At least I am. I don't know. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean you Zelda know, has some... had really problematic politics sometimes with all the whole you know princess being the damsel in distress in most yeah. of the games and the, the bad group, guys yep. being the other from the desert and it's just like oh if, if they actually like made a gerudo the hero uh they could sort of flip that narrative a bit mm. and i think that's that's mm. a really important thing to do in today's with today's audience make yeah a, you can't have your heroes just be white white blonde guys yeah well, uh, did you see the not well as in like pushback <laughs> against that, but just a funny sure. um, story about Link being, you know, white blonde guy. Did you see that they modeled him after Leonardo DiCaprio? That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> For Ocarina of Time, they like wanted him to be like hot, oh, handsome right. boy. Yeah. And they were like, who's yeah. like the famous actor mm. right now? It's Leonardo DiCaprio. They're like Titanic. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense now. You see it? Yeah. Titanic just came out. It was huge wow. in Japan. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the live action Legend of Zelda starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Who would it be now? Would it be Timothy Chalamet? Probably. Would that be like him? Oh, probably. probably. Uh, yeah, Leo, of Leo, course it Leo would. Leo could be his dad. <laughs> who? Or his uncle or whatever. Oh, yeah. That Link's would be Link's great. Dad. Link's yeah. uncle who dies in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, one thing I remember from the first game which i kind of was disappointed we didn't get to fight was that like big like at at the castle there's like this big serpent dragon thing like swirling around it but then when you finally get to the castle it's that's not what ganon looks like he looks like this big old spider and then he Mm -hmm. just turns into a big boar which was really cool um and i don't think they're going to be doing this but i i would that would be a cool boss to fight i feel like just that big dragon yeah. serpent thing i just liked its design that would be a great like phantom ganon phase you know like the big yeah. scary boss that you got to take down before you like break through to demise or whoever they're gonna put you against hmm. yeah um yeah i mean back in the in a link to the past era mostly like the giant demon ganon form like he could fly you don't really see yeah. that in the 3d games he's usually you know ground-based boar thing if he even shows up right uh so yeah that'd be really cool <laughs> they just like put in old chubby pig. Well, this Ganon. is certainly a sky fun. one right now, so 
This is certainly a sky themed game with yeah, yeah, a lot Final of boss falling and flying. In the sky, you know? Yeah. I mean, probably, right? I mean, the castle's in the sky. Yeah. Although, I guess it could be yeah, on a platform. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot they could do. I feel like a lot of sky fights in video games, yeah, are just on platforms. <laughs> it's just the background. It's like, okay. Uh, one thing I noticed sort of eagle-eyeing the, the trailer is Hyrule looks mostly the same in a lot of ways, but then there are some subtle differences, like Death Mountain is no longer erupting, which could mean maybe we go inside of it. Um, hmm. That was really the That'd main be thing. Awesome. We didn't really get a lot of glimpses of it, but other parts of the map like look like they were just ripped one one out of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm interested to see like how much of that Hyrule map have they kept and how much of it has they have they added to or changed. I suppose it would make a lot of sense to to send the characters back in time to an ancient time, so that it's a great excuse to completely change the landscape. Yeah, and, you know, because you have all those. Um, those shrines that you already did that are scattered all over the map. So, I mean, if you did that, you can replace all of those shrines with other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. Yeah, and you can keep the access points even. And then you just pick mm-hmm. and choose by location, like, what you um, have, like, to replace ruins of, like, a church. Do you put the church there, or is that something that was built in between the 10,000 years? You know, are we just going to make mm-hmm. this a town completely or like a farmland or whatever um yeah, i mean it seems like the logical the choice would be like look at, look at the places where ruins are yeah. and then yeah. imagine what those places would have been like before they were ruined um, um i i mean the other question is like if they if the, the floating islands in the sky really are pieces of the land that got ripped out of the ground mm-hmm. uh you know what does that mean like a village that was in breath of the wild is now in the sky somewhere you know True. Was oh, that true. Place, that would suck for them. I, was that I'd feel real bad for them. He's diving into in one of the, the iconic screenshots. Is that is that uh, what's that? Terrytown in the sky. Ooh, because uh, it kind of cool, looks like the shape yeah. of it to me. Uh, we love Terrytown. And also, like, how do we how do we get up there? Is it like we have to climb up a mountain that we, so we can get close? So it looks like you can, use like, Ravali's gale thing? and when you hit a surface like from the bottom you warp up to the you know a ground yeah, i think it, it's it, gonna have to do with time i think it's gonna be you know because right before you have that drop of water reversing and going up back into the sky um and he like goes through the floor and i think his hand is glowing at that point i think it has something to do with time so maybe it is those land those lands were on the floor yeah. and then got and put maybe into the like, sky, so then, like you were saying with the water droplet, maybe you need some kind of medium that's Ooh, yeah, moving yeah. between the two to to reverse to take you up there or something. Exactly, it's like oh, if I was standing here and it was three days ago, I would be up here yeah, or something. Sure. I don't know. Hmm. That makes sense. I like that. Hmm. I wonder how you. I wonder how you like. Is it just like you have to find weird looking things like drops of water moving backwards or something, and that's how you kind of figure out oh, I can go up from here. You know. I hope there's some really creative way of finding your own way up because one of the best parts of Breath of the Wild is like exploring and like finding your way to the location you want to get to. Yeah. That's yeah. Like just climbing and stuff, you know? So it, it would be really rad if the whole traversal math- method you used to get up to the sky is the new climbing, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, climbing it's, it's was, I, I think, really boring. And the way it was cool that you could get, get anywhere, but. People really well, I mean, the, like the process of climbing was boring, but yeah. the idea 
the idea the is idea cool. enabled by climbing was right. But this is a much snappier yeah. and more fun way to just get somewhere quickly. I always yeah, just ended yeah. up using Rivali's Gale and flying to the tallest point that I could on the mountain anyway. Which is, I guess, at the yeah. end of the day, what you want. But I think they've probably found a better yeah. solution at this point. Um, I also think it would be really cool if this is, let's say, they're going back to the past. Um, and the shrines, or at least the locations that the shrines currently are, uh, which warp you underground, actually connect via fast travel the way they do the main world an underground dark world that we've also sort of been talking about mm-hmm. as potentially a component that they're even saving for later yeah. you know maybe they have yeah. the the change that they've made to hyrule already completely done and it's just lifting a bunch of stuff into the sky not really tweaking anything at all and then huge part of the game underground with a big very much tweaked map um maybe i'm setting people's yeah. expectations way too high for this you know everybody <laughs> just kind of know that that <laughs> It's maybe not what we're getting. I, I but. think that's one of the reasons why I'm really leaning toward the idea that these sky islands are ripped out of the ground is because that would create this new space on the ground that could lead yeah. you underground. Yeah. Uh, mm. and so that, that's sort of how I see this playing out. Of course, I also thought that the hook of this game, based on the original trailer, would that be that you know we'd go underground a lot. So I'm a little biased. I well, I think it was implied, and I think for but. a reason. Like I don't think that's out of nowhere, and maybe it is just that's that. True oh they're deep in the castle and find out oh the bad guy's still here so now we're gonna rip everything into mm-hmm. the sky and that's all of it but i i i think they're i think they're more clever than that i think yeah, like i think they right, i sure. think they suggested that at the outset for a reason sure um well all the shrines and all the towers uh come out of the ground in the first yeah. game so and all the all those tests are underground so i mean honestly there could be anything under the ground they could really just say like oh there's a whole city down here guys that would be cool honestly old ancient city something like that um you know skyrim and the dwarves um, yeah what are some of the ancient races of hyrule maybe they meet the mole people again there's mole people i was gonna make a joke about mole people and i forgot (laughs) they actually have mole people in this game they do have mole people. Yeah, they mole had, people uh, from Skyward there's, Sword. There's, there's, so we're going to see them well, again that for sure. Or the robots. The robots! Yeah, Skyward Sword's a uh, fun game, the, you guys. Go play it. It's coming out. <laughs> uh, there's also an uh, ancient race that they talk about in Skyward Sword that we haven't really seen in other uh, Zelda games, and that's the Zonai people. Who, we who don't made really the robots? Know much about, right? We've seen some of the ruins. What's they that? made the robots? No, I don't know that we know. We don't really know much about them. They're ruins, uh, like some of the uh, the the ruins in the the Faron jungle area are made by them. There's a few other places. the The labyrinths are implied to be made by them. I think. Hmm. Uh, in Breath of the Wild, barbarian uh, so prehistoric like, tribe of barbarians whose existence is marked by ruins and an armor set. And looks like the symbol yes. is very similar to the Kokiri. If I'm not. Oh, interesting. I Hang forgot on. about that. Which is... Let me... Uh, do you guys... Listeners can cross-compare if they like on their own time, but do you guys think these are similar? Um, let me Google I'm going to drop them in the mm. chat. Um, 
What were you saying about them, though? Sorry to have... Oh, is it just the spiral? Yeah, I mean, maybe they're, you know... Like, they're kind of similar. Anything, but... I don't... Uh, I wouldn't... Oh! I wouldn't say they're, like, clearly inspired by each other. Wait a minute. Are these, um... Oh, these are referenced in Breath of the Wild, not Skyward Sword. Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, they, they've never they've never heard of them before. I was trying to remember, like, I don't I don't see these guys in Skyward Sword. I don't remember this at all. But yeah, they're the people who made all these like ancient sort of stone carvings and things, like the um, like the mm-hmm. dragon statues and things like that. Yeah, like I think the Great Plateau itself, even. Um, no, Thundra Plateau. Thundra Plateau, which looks a lot like the Great yeah. Plateau in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible maybe maybe they have some relationship with Hyrule and with the Sheikah, maybe. Even. Right, right. Um, if you guys remember the uh, Typhlo ruins, that was a big thing. You know, maybe we'll learn more about that somehow. Uh, I, I know I talked about um, how it seems to me like Breath of the Wild 2 is, is pulling stuff from Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess and games like that, but also like the the way they're representing these sky islands really reminds me of the artwork of the sacred realm from a link to the past. And of mm. course the, the idea of an underworld underground that, that Morganon is sealed and Morganon sort of establishes dark presence comes from Zelda one. It would be really cool. Uh, if they, Oh, I see what you're talking about. You think they're going to the sacred yeah. realm and killing Ganon once and for all. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe these sky islands are the remnants of what was once the sacred realm when the Triforce dwelt there in the heavens. Do you, you think know? the sacred realm is talking about Skyloft? And I mean, maybe this is it's all connected. Like well, maybe this is what we're. So it's interesting that you say that because I've been thinking like the the Triforce resides in Skyloft throughout. This is spoilers for people who haven't played Skyward Sword, but resides in Skyloft. Now they won't have a, a reason Skyward to Sword. pay sixty dollars for a remake, Alex. It's okay. They'll find out about the origins in Master Sword. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but you know, at some point, the people that live there move down to the surface, and so maybe that the. the realm in the sky where the triforce dwelt become is the place that becomes known as the sacred realm and the temple of time becomes the sort of interface between hyrule and that realm Mm -hmm. interesting anyway this is all conjecture there's a lot of there's a lot of lore they can pull from if they feel like pulling from it at the end of the day it's gonna have nothing to do with any of this and we're all gonna look like idiots oh yeah it's all gonna be (laughs) Yeah. yeah Vague, vague references, but no explicit. We know no this from history. theorizing about Skyward Sword <laughs> so many years yeah, ago. Right. No kidding. Um, it's gonna end up like Link's Awakening, and it's just gonna be a dream. Yeah, it's all right. Dream. Oh my it's god, all dream. <laughs> it's, Gan- it's Ganon's dream, uh, but that's very cool. I hadn't <laughs> even really thought dream. about it. It's shriveled up Ganon's like dream. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, they haven't they haven't tapped that well wow. in a long time. I oh feel my like. god, you're absolutely yeah. right. They get so far underneath Hyrule Castle that they find the portal, you know, to the, the bridge to the sacred realm somehow. Yeah, they they find you know the outpouring of Ganon's yeah, presence the, into the, the real world. Ooh, the green hand thing coming down from the ceiling is representative of the heaven ceiling hell below. Well, no, know? that thing's just looking for toilet paper. Oh, fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fair, fair. Mm. If only Ganon had given it toilet paper, he wouldn't have this problem. Um, but it also reminds me of the, um, like, I see what you're talking about. And I guess not so much, but a little bit of the sacred realm in Ocarina of Time. Um, 
like you know maybe they're just inside a waterfall in that cutscene, but where the sages are kind of all on their different platforms and um Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know it that's that's a thinner connection i think but we'll see it would be very cool to just like this game you know complete sort of the main story of zelda here yeah yeah did you guys notice that the Bokoblins have like unicorn horns now oh i didn't i saw that they're very horny um (laughs) they're very they're much hornier now it's because link took his shirt off and let his hair down yeah (laughs) um yeah yeah i saw that wait a minute i I hope that That doesn't mean that that their idea of giving us new enemies is just like tacking stuff you know we're just putting a horn on top of them (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right i know it does because i played hyrule warrior but uh yeah it could be another uh uh clue that it's back in time because it's like an evolutionary thing or something oh yeah that's true maybe they're uh, they're more advanced you know more powerful versions from when ganon actually took over the world or something right um or maybe they're like our vestigial tails and they've slowly lost their unihorns over time maybe Maybe. oh my god are we not even going to talk about that there's a flamethrower in this game Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's a weird. I'm excited using about this that. weird enemy that I can't really identify. Yeah, some sort of like, I think it's just one of those things from Half Life Two, right? I never played. Kind of hanging from the ceiling and like looking for a prey. Um, oh. I've never played Half Life Two, so I don't know what you're talking about. But maybe, probably not. Oh, all right. Um, although this guy clearly seems like Link to me. He's wearing the champion's tunic in this screenshot. Yeah, there's. Have you guys seen the speculation that we're not actually going to be playing as Link when we go up to the sky? Oh, so in the sky, it's only in the sky. I think that the 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 theories I'm seeing are we never see we never see his face when he's up there. So maybe he's when we're actually playing that is Ganon, eagle-eyed. That was a theory. Yeah. I've seen. Hmm. Or or maybe we're playing as Zelda, but that, I don't think that makes sense because because the character's not wearing a shirt. Well, but then there's something to okay. So then there's something to uh the time travel mechanic being what gets you between the uh sort of bottom side of a floating island and the top of it as if you're traveling uh-huh. to the past you know um but it also explains and so could just the natural armor progression but it also explains why these some of these screenshots of link he's wearing actually sh- it seems like some sort of Sheikah technology thing over his arm. Whereas mm-hmm. this potential Ganon is just, you know, I was going to say a word to crass for air, but he's just raw um, hogging Ganon. He's raw hogging the air with his corrupted arm. Um, there we go. I purified it. <laughs> it's, it's, one hundred percent pure now. Um, <laughs> it worked great, honestly, too. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Link is wearing this Sheikah technology, whereas the guy in the sky is not. He's just using his yeah. arm to make this happen. Is he not? Doesn't look like it. No, it looks like a yeah, like rotten flesh right. thing. Huh. Um, huh. To me, okay. I mean, it's all a little fuzzy. But no, that I, would be I, Colin, really I'm cool. I'm watching it right now. I think you're right. So I think their spirits are entwined. 
when Ganon steals the Master Sword and he's doing it to go back in time and and fix his mistake that connected him to the ancient spirit of demise. I think that's what's happening. I'm calling it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you I... heard it you you heard it here <laughs> first. Nintendo folks. week. That was hard to say. Colin's writing then the story for Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Again, get me on the uh, Netflix special. He's too busy working yeah. on Warrior yeah. Wars. No, I, I have time for many projects. I'm a creative director. <laughs> okay. All right. Colin, just got to get it all out. Transition into WarioWare made me think of you for some reason. It was something about the delivery. It's because of my perfect Wario impression. I'm going to say that I, my pipes are. Must be. Are, Must be. Are, are, um, but yeah, no, I, I literally was watching that thinking, I could do that. I could work at yep. Nintendo. Yep. <laughs> I'll get yeah, my resume very, together. Very Colin energy. <laughs> Thank you. I take that as a compliment. I liked that trailer a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's about everything for, uh, you know, the content that we saw. Oh, does anyone have anything about Shin Megami Tensei? I've... Oh, nope, great. No. Uh, oh, oh. Looks it'll like be one cool, of those. probably. <laughs> yep. I'll, it'll, if I, I will probably play it, and it will be the first in the actual core series that I've played, so. I appreciate how much they actually like broke down the premise of the game and like what you actually do in it because i actually got one of them on 3ds and it was just so confusing and obtuse and not very fun at least in the beginning and i just didn't really get anywhere interesting with it because i early on enough i just was fed up already but um if you know hopefully they can address that kind of stuff and at least conceptually i at least understand what it is a little better now so i might have more patience for it if i tried to go um play that but yeah wow i really love this ganon idea you guys this is exciting <laughs> Woo! it's not gonna be it's gonna be like nothing like that <laughs> gonna when it comes. So <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, completely remember different when everyone thought and you're gonna be so a, sad well you were zelda in breath of the wild one that didn't happen yeah because of link's pony yeah <laughs> well mm. um yeah, that's the other. That's and now the other they let down his hair. Is the hair's down? So maybe it's not him because he his hair yeah. looks totally different. Well, but I think that I'm means thinking, it's my hair is about that length right now, and my hair looks that way when I type. I up. think though that that means that Ganon's hair was corrupted by demise and became this long that's red, why he got there, gangly. Oh, yeah. yeah, like these yeah. beautiful locks. Um, not gang. They're not really gangly. They're actually quite quite luscious and, and they seem conditioned yeah. um which <laughs> yeah. most hylians can't say i mean you got to use conditioner in the desert yeah True. otherwise your hair is gonna get way yeah. too dry absolutely exactly <laughs> gonna get all yeah. matted um but yeah i mean that could be oh oh my god oh my god okay so yeah no we're not done with this um uh ganondorf was a hero in the past that's why he has the triforce of power because he was worthy at some point and so Demise was like, I'm going to use this guy. And then the spirit of the hero was reborn again. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, Colin, Colin. There's something we're forgetting. What's up? This game, we, when this game would go to the sky, and you know who else? We know what other hero was in the sky? Groose. Sky Groose. Groose is Ganon's dad. I hope Groose is in this. 
I hope I hope Breath of the Wild Two is just a giant trailer I for Groot entering that. Smash. I think that's perfect. Yes, it's all I really want. That's, that's really what it needs credits, to be yeah. at this point. But yeah, wait. So I can actually see how um, the whole of the series then would kind of be about demise having uh like subsumed one part of the triforce and is now like trying to get the others right and so you see like this part of that story where the the one of the, the original three sort of... heroes was was removed from the equation and made evil yeah Ooh. yeah Ooh. That was that was my and addition. If demise is like directly involved, maybe they're actually like finally tying up that whole demon curse history that he kicked off. I think this is so cool. I'm so excited. I'm I'm leaving it, it, this it more excited than like I this, came into it. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so many. It's right. It's very right for possibility. Even with just the little slices they've yeah. shown so far. Yeah. Which is exciting. Wow! Wow! Hey, not letting us down. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Okay, okay. If you look at the if you look at the corpse falling down, um, you know, in from the trailer, it's it's the ta- it's Zelda's the same the outfit as the, the guy in the sky with the green cloak on like the one half of his body on his on his, you know, over his uh left arm. Um, you compare the outfits. It's the same one. Just like, you know, years nice. dead. Ah! Oh yeah, like, it's so like cool. That. I just I just watched the Mummy for the first time, uh-huh. and that the, 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 you know Mummy guy has big the Mummy energy. Yeah, so, let's see, Ganon Mummy. Mm. Come on, give me the image I want. Just give Wait me a minute, just from okay. years ago. So Link also interesting. Yeah. He has what looks like a port in his like belly and his arm. The mummy, like a, something you plug something into. Am I crazy? Um. Oh, that like that little horseshoe it's got thing. Got like a little hole. Um, like in 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 between the rib cage. Yeah. I wonder if that's where he was stabbed and sealed. Oh. But it doesn't look like a stab wound. It just looks no, like I know. they like put a thing over it, like a like an IV port. <laughs> I agree. I don't know why, but it is it is in the stabby place. Maybe they're using him to power that he's the power source for the Sheikah technology. Ooh, look at that! That'd be oh, that'd maybe be the Sheikah were evil from the beginning. Yeah, man. Ooh. Maybe Hyrule. You were the bad guy the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, do we think the Sheikah were the interlopers? Maybe. Let's ask Ben. Ben, come on, buddy. <laughs> um, ooh. We'll have to we'll have to do another discussion on this and get him Yeah, on. yeah, this is too cool. This is too cool. Oh man, it's Ganon. It's Ganon up there. I'm really feeling it. Oh my god, and you get to play a shulk. <laughs> This is really cool. This is really, really cool. So, so, yes, yes, so, 
you fight the f- battle. The final battle of this game is going to be Ganon versus Demise up here in the sky. That's the sacred realm. That's where he gets subsumed. And or, so that's also going to be where he has to out. be imprisoned. It's not just Ganon. It's all three of the Triforce Wielders versus Demise. Well, probably, yeah. I I have a hunch. You know, this could have a... going to get to play as all three of them like kind of in combo. That'd be rad. Um, and they haven't announced that'd, Zelda yet, be, but maybe it really is just great. Ground and Sky, Lincoln, Ganon. And it'd be a really cool hook to uh, add some kind of co-op. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It could be that you know, if they if they want to make this like a trilogy for the game, oh, um, you know, the second game is usually like the low point, so maybe maybe it'll have a bad ending. Well, I mean, if you look at link is the character that gets the weird stuff grafted under his arm that's like the hero getting maimed which yeah. is a classic second story in a trilogy move mm, yeah losing the master sword probably yeah, yeah. hmm hmm well that it's, would be interesting time uh uh link and ganon get trapped together in the sacred realm and and zelda has to come save them or uh it becomes a sitcom of them being trapped together. I mean, I, I, I really do. <laughs> That's the Netflix show. Yeah. I really do like the idea of this being a conclusive point Linked in, the, by the, in hip. the series, though. At least if it's just for, you know, Breath of the Wild 1 and 2. Um, if it just wraps up, like, those ancient, the Zonai people. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to like I was super expecting we would not go this deep down the rabbit Yo, hole to like a future episode, but I'm kind of glad. Oh, I'm so glad we did. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm happy to keep going if we find more stuff. I know I keep sort of like trying to wrap it up, but that's purely just because this is last on the docket. Um, <laughs> I feel like let's let's table yeah. it, give it time, come yeah. back, think about it. And yeah, do we can have our own conspiracy to, to theory this. episode. I like it. Yeah, mm. I will do like it. it probably do the same thing for metroid yeah. honestly yeah maybe i think not so right now but maybe if they do another trailer drop or something. yeah it would be fun yeah yeah we should well there you have it for our e3 100th episode spectacular i've been your host colin mckaiser there it is and um yeah thanks uh i'm gonna get um real quick intros from you guys i'm joined by lee albanese that's me Dark Al no Alex Plant. That's and me. I blew the lid. Dark Alex is here too. Hey man. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's our intros at the end of the episode. If you've liked our wonderful voices, uh, now you know who we are. But I'm sure you're a returning listener, and for that we thank you so very much. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. Well, everybody, that is all for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like our show, please feel free to subscribe and give us a quick positive rating on iTunes or Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen. It is a small act of support that really helps people find our show. It's good for them. It's good for us. It's good for you guys to see our community grow. It really helps us out. If you are an epic gamist and you have an epic game question or you got reactions to what we said or fun Nintendo stories you want to share, please send it to epicgamist at gmail.com. And you can follow Epic Gamist on Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all kinds of different places for different kinds of stuff. Pick your favorite platforms. If you are listening right now, if you can hear me, we know that you stuck with us. We know you're hardcore. And again, we are just getting restarted here. So much 
so that those accounts I mentioned don't actually have any posts or profile pictures or anything. <laughs> so you're not in the wrong place. But the goal, ultimately, is to have fun waiting for you on any apps you choose, all powered by a charity-driven Patreon, so that gamers can give back while supporting all kinds of fun content made just for you. Literally just for you of the Patreon requests. So every listen, like, retweet, share, every follow on those accounts, whatever way that you want to support us, even for free, still fuels the same good goal. So we are really counting on you, Mario Party Top 452 of you, to help us raise awareness and spread the word and get more gamers giving back. For fun. When it's up, we'll tell you. Nintendo Week is brought to you by our hosts, Alex Plant, tweet at Legend of Lex, Lee Albanese, tweet at Enalanes, that's E-N-A-L-A-N-E-S, Jackson Murphy, tweet at Cheaper by 12 Film, and Dark Alex, tweet Into the Abyss and Destroy Yourself. Myself, tweet at Colin McIsaac, that's C-O-L-I-N-M-C-I-S-A-A-C. Nintendo Week is a fan show. We are not affiliated with or operated by Nintendo, and we do not represent the brand in any way. All opinions expressed are our very own, and all games played are purchased, not provided, unless otherwise stated.